Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Excuse you. Yeah, COVID. Yeah. Nah, nigga, we vaccinated. Relax. Yeah. We the vaccine boys now. Yeah, yeah, but you can still, you know, some some people got it. They don't have any uh, symptoms, but they apparently got it. All right. Miles Crawley, this is take two for you. He sent me another, oh, Steve, because he knew that first one was a little stupid. Uh, <laughs> but this is, this is part two for you, nigga. Uh, so hopefully you get this one right. Hello, sir. Where are you coming from today? Oh, you know, white people's Africa. I'm sorry, sir. I don't follow. Utah! Oh, oh, right. Well, how can I help you today, sir? Hey, man, I need some of that A-N-A-L. I'm sorry, sir, but we don't have it. But I might know someone who will. Oh, Steve! was a little bit better uh that, that that was that was a little bit better he hit the, the nail he, 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 he got the he got the, he, he got the gist yeah he got the gist i don't know how funny it was it should have been a little bit funnier but that's why you leave that up to the professionals uh so i'm gonna read yours first miles since you said you sent it with the o steve what's good aries and andy i hope you guys like my o steve clips this email is for andy don't worry this isn't what you are used to, Andy. Ha <laughs> ha. This is a response to the listener saying that Andy doesn't have to always explain himself in most cases. I agree, but when you guys discuss subjects like race, specifically black issues, Andy, you have to explain everything, my brother. There is no secret that some white people, I know you are a Mex Jew, have no idea what they are talking about when it comes to black people. Some white people know and just don't care. You strike me as someone who is willing to learn and to put in the work and to help us advance as a people. Andy, you go back and forth with your points. Sometimes you are woke, and then sometimes you are white. We need to keep you talking because as long as you identify as a white man, 
we need to pick your brain and other whites just like other white people have been picking our brains for years. There that is. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, uh, um, how I identify myself, uh, I've never really have put that out to you guys. What I have said, and the reason uh, uh, I, I say white is because I am afforded the ability to walk through this world uh, pretty unfeathered uh, through the white structure. So that's that's why I give that. It would be, again, it would be disingenuous of me to say, uh, to call myself as we have conversations like this, anything else. It is uh, what what the uh, my uh, history of who I am as a person and in the, my family and how I grew up is what I think allows me to see things differently than um, some other, maybe the, the average white person. So um, just, you know, since you had me explaining everything, I just wanted to explain that on what you have. And uh, I'm not supposed to be woke. I have said that before. I'm, I'm trying to be understanding and be human. Um, and if I don't get it right, I, I, I'm not saying that that's fine, that it's okay that I don't get it right. It's that I'm trying to understand. And when I'm working through things and trying to understand things, and, and if you know that my, be- my intent is to be the, a human and be good for humanity, um, you can be mad at me. I'm not saying you personally, sir, but I'm saying people can be mad at me, but they have to understand that I'm working through what I have knowledge of and trying to get to someplace. So... Um, I appreciate that email because it uh, it, it helps me explain, uh, uh, helps me understand how I'm perceived and helps me explain who I am. Right. Okay. Akil Kadaj, Instagram women. Been hearing you praise Gemma Star for a while now. I don't rate her that highly as I prefer the naturally gifted women. What's not nat, nigga? Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I would nest, I I would nestle myself all up in Gemma's bionic body. You know, you niggas need to stop with this cartoonish. What are y'all talking about, man? That is a well-structured, thick, natural woman, man. Gemma smash. Fuck y'all, man. <laughs> um, as I'm listening to episode 257, I felt compelled to sent you a profile. Sent you. Yeah, I like naturally gifted, <laughs> articulate motherfuckers. $10, a lot of money, Akil. Um, I felt compelled to send you a profile of a real bad one. But mid-composure, you said her name. Amira Dime is the baddest. Yo, dog, let me tell you. Before Gemma became my number one, Amira Dime was my number one. Amira Dime is a beast. But then came the real... Beast. <laughs> and a maritime slipped to number two. But a maritime is a motherfucker. You trying to look it up? Uh-huh. Here, I'll spell it for you. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Go, what, yeah, everybody get your phones ready. He's spelling it. A-M. A-M. I-R. I-R. A-H. A-H. Is it popping up so far? What do you got? Uh, there, right there, there it is. Oh, man. She's bananas, dog. Oh, look at them. Oh, look at them thighs. Come on. Yeah, Andy. Yeah. No, that wasn't a... Oh, uh, that was oh a, uh, goodness gracious. Again, not my... Not... What's wrong? No, don't. No, there's nothing wrong. 
But you said not your speed. What's wrong? It's just, it's, uh, the thighs are too much. Oh, my God. This nigga's killing me. I, sh- I gave you my maximum. I showed you who she was. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I can't complain about that, though. That really is. Yo, oh, man. That is not. I used to have this one picture. Hold up. Oh, God. I used to have this one picture where her hair was, like, cut like a short, real short. And she had on, um... Like a, a a a leopard pattern bikini, and it was a butt shot. Oh my god, nigga! I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the fumes that I would inhale as I stepped my face in the crack of her ass, I would inhale all her organ fumes. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's a good photo, right? Yeah, there. brother. But but go back to the one where you can see all the pictures. Oh, okay. Yeah, now keep, just scroll. Just keep... I don't know how I many... She's got like a... Oh, that's it? That's it now. Yeah, that might not even... You know, no, she's got the verification mark, so that's yeah, hers. That's, that's her blue check? Yeah, but dog... Oh, my... Yeah, dog. A Meridon was the truth, man. But then, like I said, Gemma took over for me. Yeah, I, no. I would... Uh... She's tall, though, a Meridon. She's got height on her. Good. I would stay here. What do you mean? This... this I, I agree with this... This, you so you 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 would do that 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 yeah that doesn't all right that works this listen not, neither one want me so that's fine but I'm just saying that this proportionality don't you wish for the women that you look at like that that you say wouldn't want you don't you wish you could snap your fingers and have the power to take us back to 1677 so that they have to fuck you. <laughs> No woman of color can turn you down. You're a master. <laughs> You're a master. This girl, come on in the big house and service me, dude. I was watching the Django the other day. I knew you were gonna go there. I knew, I, I I knew as soon as you started that scene this. with Don Johnson. You want me to treat a black wife for Big Daddy? The way that girl says Big Daddy, yeah, Big Daddy. And that, I thought that movie. Oh goodness. Um, God, I, you know. Wouldn't that be some shit though? Like if I had a mad, if a, a genie gave me three wishes, I'd go, yo, one of my wishes is to be a white man in slavery period. So I just get all the free black pussy f- with no snow. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Paul Moody just be rape me right now. <laughs> all right. Let me go back to his email. There ain't no coming back from that one. Uh, this was supposed to be a quick email about women, but Andy got on his bullshit. Usually I'm with Andy on his views, but yo, this time, nah. White people get killed by cops more than black people because they are the majority. It doesn't get media attention because they were dead wrong and police did their job. They fact they were killed, $10, a lot of money. Uh, means they really were fucking up. It ain't the same when black people are killed. No more needs to be said peace. That that makes no sense whatsoever. Why? Because it doesn't go along with what it doesn't. It, it it it's missing the point of what I was saying. And as a as a matter of fact, right now there's a lawsuit because a white dude was put in the prone position in jail, and there's a big lawsuit, and uh, it's hardly been televised. Uh, it's a white dude, and they're changing the law because the white dude got killed in that position. This is my point. It doesn't. You don't even have to have a death. All you have to do is infringe on white rights and changes get made. You have to make white people uncomfortable and changes get made. You don't even have to kill them. 
Black people have been getting killed in this in, in, forever, and nothing gets changed. Now we have as 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 these. Well, what about all the countless videos we've seen of white people's supposed alleged rights being infringed when they were told to wear masks and they went crazy? That didn't change anything. What do you mean it didn't change anything? They had to follow the rules. Yeah, they should follow the rules. But it's, that's also that's called stupidity because they don't even understand that they would come into a building. This is just stupid. There's there's a difference between uh, a police brutality and stupidity. And stupidity is when you say that uh, I love these white dudes would walk in and go, it's over. You can't have a mandate. Yes, you can. In any business, it's a private business. It says that they have the right to refuse service to anyone for any reason. So if you have, if you're not wearing your mask, they have the right to tell you to leave. It doesn't have to be a law. They were trying to say that it wasn't a law. It was, it was ordinance. If you go into a private right now, uh, and I don't know if you saw, but Ricky Schroeder, do you know remember uh, yeah, yeah. Silver Spoon? Yeah, he they, had a big fit over at Costco because they wanted him to wear a mask. There was footage of that. Yeah, he wanted to, he, he didn't want to wear he didn't want to go in because there was no reason it, the mask mandate had been lifted, but Costco has required you to wear a mask. Target is requiring you to wear a mask. Uh, this is where this is this is just stupidity. Sometimes things are just stupid, and the mask thing is one of the ones where people are being dumb. Uh, I could I could tell you if I had a, a carpet store I could tell you that you couldn't come in wearing shoes because I don't want shoes on the carpet and you have booties that you have to put in if you don't want to wear put the booties on then don't shop in my store that's as easy as it is right so uh, the numbers I gave I I know uh, what he's trying to say uh, about that there's more white people that is correct I never tried to say that that wasn't the case I, I gave out the actual numbers and with whites it's 16 it, and it, what it was was unarmed whites 16 out of a million but with blacks it was uh, I don't remember I think it was 34 or 36 so out of a million so it's almost double <clears throat> it's more than yeah yeah it's double so yes, to everything you're saying, yes, you're you're. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, if you can show that this is a, as as more and more as a more and more uh, media attention shows that this is happening to uh, the white community as well, changes are it, they are they're, the changes come quicker. Is is am I making more sense the way I'm saying? Well, that? I agree that the changes come quicker. Part yeah yeah. They're not going to come quicker because black people are dying. They're going to come quicker because white people are, 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 are getting their feelings hurt or injured or death. And those right. things make the changes come quicker. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I, I don't, not, wasn't trying to make it that um, it's proportional and that they're not doing enough. Uh, they're not putting enough attention on whites uh, being killed. I'm right. saying that as, as more attention is drawn to that, and, is, and it's going to happen more because pol- uh, policing is – you know, when, when we watch these uh, videos, uh, not all of them, but some of them, and some, some are not the police. I, I don't feel like all of them are the police's fault. But some, anytime there's some disrespect that goes to a, a police officer, they feel that, that they are due ultimate respect. And we watch this go bad uh, a lot of times. And, that, and as policing becomes more and more difficult and as they, the police feel more singled out because people are, are talking about them, and then when they get disrespected, it's going immediately to this, um, I don't want to say rage, but they're, I, I feel that they, they're, they're uh, escalating the situation, not de-escalating. And 
as this continues to happen and, and white people, this is going to happen to because they're doing the same thing. You're going to see changes in policing. That, that, that was my whole point. I, I, I think it's been taken out of context. I think I'm, maybe I didn't explain it right. I think I might have explained it better right now. But that was the point I was trying to make. Here, here. Um, Jamani Sylvester. And that was the game. Double something. Double dragon. Man, I was yelling the answer the whole time you guys <laughs> were searching the web. That was the game. Double fucking dragon. Uh, thank you, Jamani. And several other people uh, sent me emails screaming that, too. Didn't someone send you a picture? Yeah, I got I to gotta find out. We got to find that and put that on the... Yeah, we might have to. Put that on our, our, our uh, Instagram. Yeah. I used to love when you would get those pictures made. Yeah, would I, post those would be good for the, You know what? I'm, I should send some of those over to uh, Anthony, too, so he can post those. Right. Because they had the episode numbers on them, so people could check yes. some of those out. Yeah. Yes. We'll do that. Um, all right. Ryan Roman, Portland. Uh, Aries, you rock. Uh, you're coming to Portland. Could you please put me on the list? Uh, can you put me on the list with passes? Meet you. I'm disabled. My family can drive me. Would mean a lot to me. It's at Helium Comedy Club. Remember this guy? Uh-uh. Um, I think it was the Helium we did. And... Oh, no, that was Philly. Wasn't there a disabled dude who asked for autographs? And I, I, This guy's come to my show before. Um, who do you do the joke about, the guy with the cancer? Uh, that's, 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 that dude had cancer. It supposedly has cancer. Uh, who was it? Brian. I, yeah, I, I just say the name Brian. It's not Brian. This ain't the guy? I don't think so. Might be. Yeah, dog, I'll, I'll use some tickets for your disabled ass. Better roll your ass and make sure you get these seats, nigga. That's, you know. What? If he's rolling in, he should get, you, you should get him a couple seats. I just don't know if he's being honest. Because you don't know exactly who it is. From yeah. The, you know, okay. I, that, that, be, that, that's, that's fair because I, you don't know who it is for I, sure. I think this motherfucker might be scamming me, playing on my sympathy strings. Anyway. Deidre and Johnson. Sad news. I know you both probably heard about the passing of Paul Mooney. Only 79 years old. I've been listening to his channel on Pandora for the last week. So funny. Uh, and he did not give a fuck about what white folks, excuse me, God damn. See, the digestion is occurring. Said, not at all. He will be missed. And then she sends, um, I don't know if you call this, what do you call that? A quote. It's a quote. Yeah. What is there a sexier word for that? No. All right. Set your life on fire. Seek only those that fan your flames. Love is the whole thing. We are only pieces. And whoever is rummy. Or yeah. Rumi. That's reminiscent of Richard Pryor, though. I think that is it. Well, set him on fire. He didn't want his fans, his flames fan. He wanted to be put out. Right. So I don't know why this quote. I, I don't get the quote. Yeah, Miss Johnson, uh, educate us. I know. I get. I get what he said because 
to fan your flames. It gives yeah. you flames, but don't but you? But is be, this really about Richard Pryor? No, no. But don't oh, you really want to be put out? Don't you want to be put out when you're on fire? Uh, supposed to especially it. if you got an STD. Well, <laughs> I just don't think you're fanning. You know, someone. I I want someone to put my fire. I don't want. I, I get what if you're looking at fire as your your essence that is right. exploding. I guess, but when I heard fire, I thought, you know, well, I would rather have someone put me out because right. I don't want to burn up. Got you. Yeah. That was deep. Yeah. Well, I just then I thought of Pryor, and I thought Pryor would, didn't want to burn up either. He wanted right. fire put out. Got you. Okay. Hey. Huh. <laughs> so they don't all work. I, I, hey, man. <laughs> they don't all work. Hey. Um... Jose Gardia, and I think he's from Phoenix. Yeah, he is from Phoenix. You know, it's crazy. One dude hit me up on Instagram that came to the show, and I think Jose came to the show. None of them came up and said hello, except Ghetto Casanova. Well, a few people came up, and yeah, you're right. They didn't come up, and but you're you're really busy. Like you, you but if you're if you're a fan of the podcast and a loyal listener. Come on, you're special. You're different. Say hello, goddammit. We should get like stickers, and then when you come up and you listen to the podcast, right. you say something that we said and get you some stickers or something. Yeah. Now, I don't know. You know, But how many 50-year-old or 40-year-old men want a sticker? I'd be surprised what some of these niggas want. I, I'd like stickers, so I, I, would, I would be... Some of them would love some cock, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> get a sticker of a, just, a, just a fucking girthy penis and right. there you go written on the penis yeah there you go um okay anyway jose gardia episode 259 yo aries just got done listening to thursday's podcast and narcos is fucking dope i know you don't really like to read because you kind of illiterate Making friends. <laughs> Make sure when you get the penis sticker, give it to me because I'm going to slap it on his forehead. Okay. Uh, ha, ha, ha. But you got to watch Narcos Colombia first. The Pablo Escobar series has to be first. Then you move on to Narcos Mexico. Again, I know you're reading. I know reading ain't your thing, but it's fucking dope. See you tomorrow in Phoenix, partner. Can't wait. Damn, dog. Why didn't you come up and say something, nigga? What you... You said something to me before. Matter of fact, I think this is the dude who I put on Sopranos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let me see. Um, Eric Ran. Let me go with Rand Foots. Rand Foots. What up, Aries and Andy? It's me, the nigga that's running from the slave patrols. Rand Foots. Here to free all my people. Aries, my nigga, I just listened to the podcast with Russell Peters, Mad Skills, Lord Finesse, and Big Daddy Kane. I absolutely enjoyed this podcast. It was a wonderful conversation about the music genre genre that I love, hip-hop. Aries, my guy, the same passion that you have about this shit is the same type of passion that I have. I want the lyrics, the beats, the message, and most importantly, the goddamn skills. I can't stand this new shit. This new shit has no... Inkling of intelligence, I tell my kids, I tell their ass all the time, I get dumb when I listen to their shit. No thought, no emotion, they don't give a fuck about the culture. Now my 10-year-old son gets it, he loves Pac. We have our debates about Pac and Big, trying to uh, school him on that. The shit that I grew up with. Sorry for this long-ass essay, 
but the conversation you all had, I wish the fuck I was there. Have a good day, my niggas. The podcast is the best in the game. Keep shining, niggas. Appreciate you, Rand. You know what it is, baby. Those we are know the, quality. Those are the breaks. Those are the breaks. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was the early days of rap when niggas would uh-huh. Uh, I got to read this that's, one. That, that's um, Curtis Blow. That's yeah, probably the Curtis Blow. Yeah, it's probably one of the. Basketball, you're playing basketball. I got to read this one uh, fucking uh, joint somebody sent me. Uh, they didn't email it to me, but they sent it to me in my DMs. Um, Kumo D also did all those. The huh? Kumo D, Kumo D, Kumo D. Kumo D and I used to live in the same apartment building shortly after I moved to L.A. Um God, I, and I used to do a great impression of him because of that one song, The Wild Wild West. Because well, I used to play that when I was... When, I can't even think of the chorus. Wild, I used Wild to live West. downtown, 129th Street. But I used to have his cadence and everything. Um, I used this to play is from that Kevin Snow. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. I was driving my Porsche while I was, you know, moving some... You had a Porsche? Yeah, moving some weight. I'm telling and you, yo. I'm telling yo, you. Yo, Andy <laughs> is a fucking Grand Theft Auto character, no. nigga. I told you that. Nah, you ain't never tell me that. Several, son. Uh, but ah! <laughs> Several, son. Uh, Cocaine, <laughs> Porsche, Harley, blow off a chick's asses, rich friends. Yo, I'm telling you, but, Andy is a Grand Theft Auto GTA character. But I used to play Wild Wild West, windows down, just driving. I, I thought I was the coolest fucking person in the world. I'm telling you, dude. I, I see it now. It's starting to come together. You need a gay BFF, Vato. <laughs> Check my mentions. Maybe one day. You're a phenomenon, dude. Would love, 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 love to revive my old Bernie Mac script. I thought it was out the door. I won't bother you anymore, but I have you in mind heavily for some cis-hetero role. I don't write many of those. Here's where it gets weird. Uh, I got to order some pizza but if you're not feeling the nerve, you got uniqueness, charisma, and miles of talent. To have a white gay BFF, dude, I'ma insist. Let's start with dispelling prejudice. In three, two, one, here we go. I love sucking black cock and eating <laughs> black ass. But it's not fun if the dude hadn't asked for it. No, nigga, that's called rape. Um, I'm Never just going to run a drive-by rimming on you. But I do think you're worthy of all the slobber. If is this worked, let's pretend we're making progress. <laughs> nah, player. <laughs> Watching you read that was the funny. The, the, it was the best for me. Hey, man. But, uh, but let me ask. I'm going to ask you a serious question about that. You read it, so you know that that's, that he put that out there like that, right? Yeah. But is there anything? Would you rather think that? Would you? Is there any part of you that goes, "Yeah, well, at least gay dudes do like me"? No, there's no like, it's, there's no affirmation. Like, yeah. Next email. <laughs> Oh, here it is. Uh, Alan Camacho. 
Pod email number seven, Russell Peters Pod. What up, ANA? Aries, I just listened to your appearance on Russell Peters Podcast, and you killed that shit. Dude, you took over the whole room. You can even hear people in the background cracking up. I agree with y'all's conversation about today's hip-hop being trash, but then episode 259 changed all that. At the end of the pod, y'all played the next great rap artist. I'm talking about Rizwan, which I do remember playing that last week, R-Z-Z-W-A-N-N. Holy shit. LOL dude should go viral. Anyway, y'all keep making those fire pods. The double dragons of the y'all the double dragons of the pod game. PS, check out the photo I attached. That was the game. That is so fucking great. Yeah, I'll send this to you. Yeah. And I'll I'll send it to uh Anthony. And incidentally, um again, guys, uh if you hadn't checked it out, uh as you're listening to this episode. Uh, Russell Simmons cancelly cultured or cancelly cultured yeah culturally cancelled Russell Peters Russell Peters Uh, that shit is kicking in Andy it's kicking in I I got all kinds of shit happening in my chest right now (laughs) (laughs) so I'm drawing blanks Um, his part two of that with me Big Daddy Kane Mad Skills and Lord Finesse is also out today if you hadn't heard of it uh, culturally canceled. Go back to last Thursday's episode, which was part one of that with me, Big Daddy Kane, Lord Finesse, Russell Peters, and Mad Skills. Um, I'm going to send this to you, Andy. Uh, forward. Boom. Look at your skill level. I'm telling you, I'm sharp, nigga. Oh, exercise. There we go. Um, ba 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 ba. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, Eric Venable. Actually, gentlemen, great shows this week. I am writing to address your less than fair critique of my O Steve bit. First, many moons ago, you said you wanted something different. Like it or not, what I presented was different. <laughs> okay, nigga. But like it, I did not. Like it, I did not. Uh, it was a it was in a different language and it featured Quincy Jones instead of Herb Albert. Bassa Nova was a huge hit in the early 1960s. The tune was also featured in the movie The Pawnbroker by Sidney Lumet. Sidney Lumet. Lament. 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 No, I think yeah. you know that who that is. Uh huh. God. Sidney Lumet and Woody Allen's film Take the Money and Run. You a GTA character, dog? I'm telling you, man, it's got to happen. Um. I'd like to think your Midwest Spanish friends got it. Plus, the bit featured a woman's voice. That was different, too. Second, I've written two positive responses regarding your noise pollution segment at the end of the show. I failed to see any karmanic transfer. How do you compare me having fun with a request you made to people coming together to make music without musical instruments and the inability to write well? Again, I'm just surprised you would you you would air these sounds because they are likely the same sagging pants types you ran it against on social media. I was just agreeing with you. I see sagging pants when I hear most of the acts featured at the end of the show. I'm just saying. And thank you, Andy, for holding for thank you, thank you. And thank you, Andy, for holding back. Looking forward to seeing you guys in August. Peace, Eric V. Uh, Eric, why you keep battling with me, man, about this <laughs> shit, yo? I get what you're saying, but you keep missing the point, man. Whether you think it's garbage or not, I'm giving someone a chance, man. You can't hate on that, brother. 
like I said, I you know, many a times, that one track I played by the dude who I said sounded like 80s video game music. Now, that was truly trash. I didn't play that shit. Um, but he also didn't uh, ante up for me to do that. But, you know, come on, man, stop shitting on people's dreams, nigga. What, where are we in August? Uh, I know we're in Chicago. Oh, it's probably, and, it's probably Chicago. Um, Buffalo. Yeah. Um, oh, goodness gracious. Oh, it's happening, baby. It, it's the, the, the riot is forming. You need it, the Pepto Bismol. I know. Right now, there's people outside with signs picketing, and the protest is somewhat peaceful, but there's rumblings. It's, it, we're just going to rename it the Digestion Chronicles. This is the name of this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, a reviews. Big female fan. Hi, Aries and Andy. My name is Amoni, and I'm a big fan of your work, Aries. And I first discovered you years ago on Mad TV. Andy, I didn't know anything about you before this podcast, but I mostly like you. LOL. You don't always articulate yourself well, but I usually mostly get your point. You have two more female fans than you know. Uh, but some of us are lurkers. That's amazing that you would say that, Amoni, because I am a lurker uh, in the bushes near your bedroom window. I discovered the podcast from Gary Owen's podcast last year when Aries made an appearance. I have been hooked since. Ironically, I don't follow or support Gary Owen anymore. I have seen and heard him make offensive comments about black people, and I feel like he believes he gets a pass because of his black wife and mostly black fans. Well, I can tell you this, Amoni, if he if his wife ends up getting the forty four thousand a month that she's seeking, he's going to call her a nigga in the car. <laughs> uh, in episodes where he had on Joe Coy and Russell Peters. He made rude comments about his black fans being cheap, ghetto, and low class, and I was over with him after that. I saw him live once, and he gave off similar vibes. He reminds me of Michael Rappaport, who I absolutely cannot stand. What are your thoughts on Gary's comedy? I wonder what he will discuss now that he is getting divorced. I guess he can joke about his half-black kids. Anyway, just showing some love. Peace. Um... Listen, I still got love for Gary. Uh, I'm not going to shit on the man. And he had me on his podcast and wants to have me back. I didn't hear him make the comments. Now, if what you say is true, then I might have to reevaluate things, reevaluate things. Uh, but I don't know why you would have a reason to lie. Uh, I, I, I would love to know specifically and exactly what he said. Uh, and then maybe I could go on his show and check him and be, t- be you know, Tongue in cheeky checking, um, but you know, he, listen. Now I see why sometimes with people it's like, how do you feel about so and so that did such and such? You know, he was always nice to me. That don't mean that they didn't do it. That don't mean that they ain't worthy of being a piece of shit. But as far as my experience, Gary has always been cool to me, man. And now Michael Rappaport, I don't like him because he's a phony fuck. But that's and that's from experience, Andy. I don't have anything on this. Uh, I think we talked about Gary before. I, I think he's, I mean, man, he sells tickets. That's that's it? He sells tickets, man. People come out to see him. Um, 
not necessarily the guy that I find the funniest dude, but I, I, and that's okay. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not saying anything against him. I think that you know he has a, a structure that he works in, and it, it's worked for him. And uh, I have no issue with with him. I think Rappaport. When you brought up Rappaport, man, I I, I he just like I don't dislike him like you do. Mm-hmm. He just has he just he has these big swings in in his thought process, and I guess I do too. Uh, as we try to understand ourselves, I, and, and I don't know, I I don't really have time to like or dislike these guys. I don't know them; they ain't doing anything for me. So, um, if I just think it's, I would feel, I would understand her feeling that she's offended by him since he's made, uh, I'm talking about Gary Owen, has made his career off of the black community, and, right. and if he's, and so if he's has, but you know, it's not. I would like to hear his comments because there's something joking about there, there could be a joke that could be misconstrued or that she's not getting. Yeah. That's right. That's off. Um, so I'm not going to say anything. I, I, I would be disappointed if that is. And I, and I can't believe that someone um, that is welcomed by, uh, by a community that you are not, that you were not born into that has taken you in and has fed you that you would, you would do that to, to that. Community. Not saying no, but again, when we hear of these things, are we ever really surprised? Because again, to my own quote, not all white people are racist, but as a race, you guys are known for racism. And more importantly, whites, I call them white slip-ups. It just feels like they're, at some point in the history of a white person's life, they are going to have a white slip-up. Now, if it's a slip-up done with malicious intent, maybe, okay, or is it a slip-up that's a genuine fuck-up? But I'm almost always hard-pressed to believe that anybody white goes through life without having a moment. But I agree with you, what you just said. And people do have moments. Right. But if you're on a podcast knowing that tons of people are going to be listening, and you are uh, someone who... You know, one of his jokes is that he has to cross over to uh, white people. Yes. You know, which is kind of smart. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. It's a funny joke. So knowing knowing that, obviously knowing that, to shit on the community that takes care of you, I just I I I wanted. That's why I would want to hear it before I made any comment right. on that because I just that doesn't. You know, even if you are, uh, even if you have some uh, prejudice in you, right? Uh, you, you still have uh, dollars and cents about you at some point. I think I don't think I, I just it's hard for me to imagine him. Doing that to his career. Listen, it's crazy. It's hard for me to believe as a black dude. Again, I look at some of what my people do and I go, these niggas, this nigga. And I'm that. So if I do it, come on, man. White people, come on. That's why I said I understand completely what you're saying. But to go on a podcast nationally and, and berate a, a, a group doesn't make sense to me, though, either. Well, and that's the other thing that I think sometimes often comes with success. How's that phrase go? Uh, illusions of grandeur? What was yeah, it called? Delusions of grandeur. Delusions of grandeur. I, I think, again, with a certain amount of success, upgrade on stature, upgrade on finances, you start filling yourself. You know what's funny? And fun? you get a little arrogant, and your chest puffs out, and you feel 
for lack of better words, untouchable. And like you could say and do whatever you want. You know what's really funny is this is the double standard. This this is the double standard. I'm not I'm not saying Gary said this and I'm not doing that because I didn't like you said I didn't hear it. Right. But from what we just our discussion that we just had right now uh, on the last podcast, we're going to talk. Hopefully, you're listening to these in order so that you'll know. On the last podcast we have our Wednesday podcast, we did talk about a little bit about protecting the brand. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like from what we just came up with, you only have to protect the white brand. Well, nigga, you know, you always know the white brand is the brand. That's the brand. White people are the real product. Niggas are no frills. Yeah, because if if it's if that's the case, you're not. And, and again, I, I've heard other people. We've all but known protect other the brand. Do. Isn't Gary's brand riding off of black people? Yeah, and he's not protecting that brand. There you go. God damn it! But I'm not saying he did it because I haven't heard. Right, it. right. I haven't heard. Right. It. I, I'm just saying to to the story that we're telling. Right. I want to be very clear. I have not heard it. Right. I, the for first time I heard about it was in this uh, email. Right. It was that. So I'm not. Uh, and, and believe me, if, if it's true, I'd be perfectly happy to shit on him for it. But if it's not true, I don't want to be one of those people that talks unnecessarily out of, yeah, shit on him. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Darius Davis, R.I.P. Mooney. What up, cousin Aries and Uncle Andy? Sad news for the pod. We've lost Paul Mooney, a huge pioneer in comedy, as you all know. I'm hoping that the world gives him a proper tribute, despite the allegations that came out a while back. I'm not a comedian, but just like comedians, my mind always finds little jokes to make things better. I think it's only right that when hot topics happen in the world, you guys have a small segment called The Ghost of Paul Mooney. LOL, kind of like Ask a Black Dude on Chappelle's show. Much love, though, fellas. Oh, thank you, Darius. Yeah, man. We, you know, if you obviously listen to this podcast regularly, you know that uh, we, we gave him the best verbal send off we could. I like that he also included Pioneer, because we always said legend. Yeah. The Pioneer is, is also true. I think Pioneer, I just think a nigga with a backpack searching for something. <laughs> looking for a home and an identity. Um, I like the idea of having a segment every now and then of... Uh, yeah, that might be good. Ghost of Paul. And now, the ghost of Paul Mooney. Ah. Hello, niggas. I'm looking down on all of you from above. I am the ghost of Paul Mooney, as Paul Mooney. Uh, yeah. Um, and to all you black nigga ghouls. All right. Uh, Darian Nelson. Just listen. Hey, Spears. Uh, I'm a longtime fan of yours and a longtime listener of the podcast. I love how far you've come and seeing the advancement and development of the show right before my eyes over time has been a great and prideful journey that I'm glad I was able to witness. Okay, with that being said, it's becoming more and more cringeworthy to hear you two, mostly you Aries, try and communicate about a heated topic. Oh, I know. Yeah, I wrote this nigga back immediately because my goal was I was going to read this on the podcast and comment then, but this this was one of those where I had to respond to this nigga immediately because he pissed me off. But anyway, um, 
uh, but most of you Aries try to communicate about a heated topic, usually race related. Don't you know by now that Andy don't mean no harm and is trying to get people to see things from a mostly neutral and honest light. He's not always right and he's not the sharpest dildo in the broom closet. (laughs) (laughs) But But it's clear that this motherfucker means well. I'm blackity black, black, black as hell. And still be understanding. That should have been in Paul Mooney's voice there too. Nigga, I'm blackity black, black, black as hell. <laughs> I am niglet, cast, cast iron pot black. All right. Um, uh, I be, and still be understanding where this nigga Andy coming from. Even when his point don't stick, I can still kind of understand what he's trying to say. I'm saying all this to say, why the hell don't you listen and wait and see what this motherfucker talking about instead of being emotional and shit? I literally had to pause my phone because you were yelling over Andy like he's the one actually killing unarmed people. Then when he tried to put things in perspective, you overtalk him and cut him off. That shit made me for the first time want to cut that shit off. And I promise I understand your passion about our lives and the injustices, but the conversation needs to be had and y'all are doing it. Uh, well, then, motherfucker, let us have the conversation, but don't tell us how to fucking have it. You motherfuckers talk, but watch how you talk. The fuck are you? All right. Uh, try and have a little more patience for the fans, big bro. Or you mean for you? Nigga, get off your high horse. You are not the only fan, and not everybody shares your sentiment. Anyway, enough of that topic. Topic. The topic. I love the show. And I'm a diehard fan, and I'll always be. I just want to promote healthy convos, not diatribe. Oh, and can you hook me up with one of the bitch badge holders? Nah, nigga, because the main bitch badge holder, Shamor in the side seat with the chopper, don't like the way you just talk to Big Daddy. <laughs> Should I treat him like white folk, Big Daddy? All our my bitches with the badges, A.B., Shannon, Nicole, Omani, Omoni, the bitch who I just uh, read, Farah, Shamor, the Queen Bee. All them hoes don't like the way you just talk to Big Daddy. Mind your tongue, nigga. Like I told you in the email I wrote you back. You ain't gonna, I ain't we fucking, you don't changing my dish on the menu because you don't like what's served. This is how we talk, nigga. This is how I talk. When we get passionate. <laughs> Andy talk how he talk. I talk how I talk. Like I said, we like bird and magic. Magic was flashy. Magic was loud. Magic wants to go out the front door so people can praise him and scream his name and take pictures. Magic, magic, oh, magic. Larry said, yo, man, show me the back door. I want to go where it's quiet, where no one will bother me. Both men was good at what they did. Both men brought it to different styles. More player. I just wanted to say thank you for defending me. Um, listen, but you also did say I wasn't the sharpest still on the clock. You know what I mean? But here, here's the thing. And I, I, I'm not trying to uh, uh, defend. No, fuck that, Andy. Uh, I'm not trying to defend. No, yeah, listen. I'm talking over you. I'm yeah, I know, no, I know you are. <laughs> I got it. Uh, Aries gets the, the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Aries gets the emails. <laughs> he doesn't share them with me. So when you hear me speaking and I'm trying to figure out how to say it, how to say it the right way, how to say it the brand way, how to say it without going in, in the wrong direction and checking myself and having knowledge that I'm speaking about, I think I fucking do a pretty good job coming off of uh, 
a cold a cold read. You just giving it to me and me having to uh, to comment on it. So. Uh, Yes, I may not be uh, as articulate as the people that you see on a TED Talk, but those people prepare for that shit. I'm not prepared. I'm just coming out the door with what I have on. Right. And like I told you, and as I'm reading my response to you, like I told you, you know, you're talking all that shit about you want to turn the shit off and you wanted to throw your shit out, whatever the fuck you said. But like I told you, you'll be back, nigga, for next week. You'll be back at the same restaurant ordering from the same menu. Like I said... Uh, Bill Lambeer and Dennis Rodman wasn't liked at all, but you watched them motherfuckers because you knew if nothing else, some shit was going to pop off. Um, yeah, dog. Uh, I be who I bees, nigga. You know? And when we get in these packs, if this shit was fake and scripted, it would be like, okay, Andy, your turn to talk. Are you done? <laughs> Now's my turn. Nigga, we, 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 we scrap it, nigga. Ain't no thoughts of concern and sweet gestures when niggas is scrapping. But to to a point, when you're watching like a, a CNN or whatever, and they have like multiple people on and they're all talking over each other, you don't get anything out of it. We need them, nigga. <laughs> we need them. Fuck that. And but, nigga, if it bothers you, turn your shit off. Fuck out of here going to tell me how to fucking run my gym class, nigga. Drop down and give me 20. Let me see your war place. <laughs> I got love for you, nigga, but watch yourself now. Shit. <sighs> Fucking. Well, you lucky I don't send Shamar to your crib, nigga, <laughs> with the chopper. You want me to shoot this nigga right here, Big Daddy? Um, Roxy Red. Want to see? Oh shit! No, that ain't that. No, that wasn't that at all. Uh, what you want to see? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Bazemore, police change Aries and Andy. Uh, I'll try to be the mediator on this discussion. Y'all had about changing changes in policing. In my experience, thirty-eight years, national change happens when the country is affected, or the quality of life of the. Oh. God damn. Whew. The quality of life of the majority Caucasians is affected. Andy was trying to articulate the policing on a national level will change when white people are over-policed. Aries, to your point, over-policing against blacks and other minorities has resulted in unwarranted violence and death. Over-policing against whites probably won't result in death and result in violence and death. But if they have to consciously think about their actions to try to avoid interactions with police, their quality of life, popular opinion, he puts in parentheses, has decreased because popular opinion, he puts in parentheses, they haven't had to think about it previously. Andy, in parentheses, correct me if I'm wrong, was trying to say that eventually, in parentheses, not sure how long it would take. Over-policing will affect the white community and evokes change. Similar to the view and response on addiction because of the opioid crisis. Over-policing will look different in different communities if the white community is forced to acknowledge it because it is personally affecting them, which potentially affects their quality of life and could in turn affect the local and national economy. Love what y'all are doing. Keep doing your thing. Larry Smoother. He smoothered that out. Man, man. He did. Yeah. That, that, is, that, that was the point. Yeah. But he said it like he was on the TED Talk. Yeah. 
Um, COVID. Anything to add to that? No, but that, I mean, he's articulating the point way better than I did. Well, then next time before you open your mouth, call Larry Smoother so he can smooth that shit out. Larry Smoother. Sounds like an attorney in a law yeah, firm. Yeah. If you have trouble articulating your words, <laughs> do you jumble and get a lot of $10, a lot of monies? Well, don't do it anymore. Call me, Larry Smoother, and I'll articulate all your points. Smooth. <laughs> but that, that is what I was trying. It wasn't that I was saying that it was going to happen as much. I was going to say when it happens, it will change the way. And, and he, I'm not going to say it again because he said it better than I'm going to even say it right now. Okay. Um, JV Hunt, Josie's third SNS podcast email. Hi, hi, Aries and Andy. I'm listening to episode 257, Gemma Smash. And I, I hate you, motherfuckers. I really, I really do. You have annihilated this woman's beauty to that of a of a mannish Marvel character. See, I don't, I don't have as many lines as you do, but people are picking up on my Gemma Smash. That's man, what I, like I that hate one. that shit, man. And I paused it after y'all's argument during the blacks versus Mexicans email to write you guys. I completely in caps. Then says, understand Andy's point of view. We know that, dude. You get, you're getting. A fan base, nigga. You are getting your own glee club section. I think these people finally understand my mush mouth communication. Damn. I don't know about talker. Call Larry Smoother to straighten out all your Abba BBs and the BB BBs. <laughs> I completely understand Andy's point of view. We know that whites get killed more by police than blacks because numerically there are more whites in this country. It's just the numbers that are disproportionate when it comes to black people being killed by cops. But what Andy is saying is that if and or when the media starts to report and show us white people getting killed by the police, then white people will become outraged and start protesting just like blacks. Well, I'm going to continue to read this, but I'm just saying it, it should never have to come to that. It should never have to come to that. It always if comes to that. But if we're all equal and all is right, then black life is as valuable as every, everybody else's life. So it shouldn't have to come to that. That in and of itself is the most racist insult ever. White people live in a shell. White people's death shouldn't be the solution no, to our problems. It doesn't have to be death. It has to be inconvenience at, at, at minimum. And the only reason I'm saying it is that if you walk out your door and the sun is shining, you forget that somewhere else in the world it's raining. Okay, but why we always got to be the rain? I, I don't want you to be the rain. That's what I'm. That's that's what we're working for. You gotta blame it on something. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. My Manila Vanilla. Yeah. If you gotta blame it on something. You know what's really sad is that I I I, I didn't give a fuck if they were lip syncing. It was good. That's a white opinion. You don't think it was good, niggas? Nah, nigga. We like authenticity. It was, it was. Real people were really singing that, and it sounded good. By two niggas who wasn't really <laughs> niggas. Aries, you're right when it comes to the media seeking sensational stories and whites getting killed by cops isn't as sensational. But <laughs> that depends on who you ask. <laughs> 
But at least for a second, imagine if they started reporting on it at the rate they do blacks, which is honestly starting to feel like they're reporting it to piss us off. But anyway, you'll start seeing truckloads of white people protesting and demanding a change in policy. Like you guys said, this country has proven time and time again that until white people are negatively affected by something, then it becomes a problem. Then the nation will correct because whites make up the most of the U.S. and our government. So I think that's what Andy was trying to say. It wasn't about why they are slash would kill whites. It was strictly about white people seeing the evidence. Not all, but it seems like a lot of white people are blissfully ignorant. So until they see enough of their peers getting killed by cops on the news, regardless of the reason, they will want to fight just like black people. But what was also annoying was Aries not letting Andy try. Fuck you and that last nigga. How about that? Uh, I've noticed that a lot of black people will discredit or dismiss a white person. And I think this person writing this is white. I don't know. No, because they mentioned it earlier. That they're white? Yeah. I don't know. All of you hunkies stick together. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy, homie. Um... I've noticed a lot of black people dismiss or discredit a white person's opinion on a racial issue because they haven't experienced racism. But honestly, we need them in this conversation because they made our skin color. We need them. So she's black. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> and issue. It's their problem to fix. So their input is just as if not more than needed. But just because they haven't experienced racism or the level of oppression blacks have doesn't mean what and how they think is wrong. And because their opinions don't come from such an emotional perspective, some of the educated and empathetic white allies like Andy might be able to provide a sound idea for how to reach white people so this issue of police brutality and systematic oppression can eventually end because they are white, a.k.a. use your white privilege. It's fucked up, but it seems like that's how we get stuff done. I realized that was long, but I hope, Aries, especially, uh, that you understand what I'm saying. Keep up the great episodes, Josie. What, you know, what I really do, um, I, I appreciate that email. That's a nice email as well. But uh, smooth, smooth. Whoa. Larry Smoother. Larry Smoother. The, and she kind of touches on, on that in there also. It's an economic situation, too. Mm-hmm. And when the economics go bad, uh, that's really where this tipping point where uh, we're watching, you know, media companies want to have more uh, black influence in, in, in uh, on their programming because we're at this tipping point where it's bad business if you're not doing it. And so the economy is very important in this as well. Uh, I was just adding that on because Smoother was the only one who brought that up as well. Right. And I didn't even bring it up that way, and I thought that was genius. Okay. Let's see, Chris. Switch it up a little bit. Just perusing through. I don't want to keep because I got more to read, but there some of them are more about that same shit. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And if they're all agreeing with me, it's going to be terrible. Yeah, and I read another <laughs> one that said Gemma Smash. I'm really about to throw this fucking phone. <laughs> Gemma Smash phone. Oh, God. <laughs> Kyle Singer. MJ's not the goat. Uh oh. Uh, what it do, niggas? Kyle Singer again. I'm upset y'all ain't looking for me like y'all are for the other day ones with the cool names. Well, we got you now. 
I feel like Cole's soul trembling with confusion <laughs> as I stare at the tub, wondering whether I will slither in to relax or swan dive and kill myself. <laughs> Incidentally, Kyle, we're going to read Kyle, uh, uh, Cole's next and last. Save the best for last. Um, I'm just fucking with you. Speaking of Indians, do you know you can set your Siri to have an Indian male accent? It's the funniest shit ever. Nah, dog, and I would never do that because I get tired of talking with the motherfuckers during customer service and wasting my motherfucking time pissing me off. What do you want to do, sir? Sir, please don't yell at me. What do you want to do? Is is uh, my What's your name? Oh, my name is Bert. <laughs> sir, don't, please don't yell at me, sir. I'm trying to help you. Let me help you. Now, what is the problem? What is the problem? Okay, can you hold on, please? Nah, nigga. Oh, fucking Siri. <laughs> Siri, how, how do I... Give me the directions to my friend's wedding. Why do you want to go to the wedding? The fuck is a wedding? Sir, I'm going to help you. Do you said wedding? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to write in because I came across a very underrated Schwarzenegger movie, Sabotage. Dog, I saw that. That was a good one. You see that? I don't think so. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, he's the head of a DEA team, and they hit a cert, a, a, a hit a cartel in a raid and stole ten million as they did the bus and eventually start killing each other. It's a funny ass movie. Good too. Hearing Schwarzenegger tell someone to shut the fuck up is priceless. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! You motherfucker! Really, like, yeah, yeah. Should we kill him? Yay, yay, yay. All right. Um, I'm going back to all the old episodes, and one of my favorite moments is hearing about y'all running across these Texas highways. I knew somebody was wondering, what the fuck is Aerie Spears doing on the side of the road as I tore my fucking groin? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, love y'all. I'm with y'all until the wheels fall off. <laughs> Peace, brothers. Kyle, P.S. I know this email had nothing to do with the subject. I just wanted to hear you say MJ's not the goat. <laughs> <You> fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I mean, you so got I me, mean. you fuck. You know what that was? That was like that time. You ever see that clip? Oh, incidentally, if you have um, HBO Max. You got HBO yeah, Max? Yeah. Look for the uh, thing about inside the NBA on TNT. They did a, a documentary about it and they covered each one from Ernie to Chuck to Chuck to Shaq and Kenny as they all started from day one and where the shows evolved to. And there's that great clip where Charles Barkley is reading off the teleprompter and someone wrote in there and he reads it, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, and I am a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, you Charles Barkley me nigga. That is funny. It is funny. He did get you, dude. There's nothing funnier though than me looking back and seeing you stuck over that. Oh, uh, nigga, and that shit ripped my dick off. <laughs> that shit hurt for nigga. the rest of the weekend. You were oh, limping I was the whole done, nigga, getting in and out of bed. Yo, I, it was hard for me to switch in certain positions. My whole shit, yo, it's painful when you hurt your groin, dog. <laughs> Some painful shit. All right. Uh, this last one is from Carlos Azul. He just came out the tub. 
Yo, ANA, I was at my local drugstore and I saw this beautiful tall blonde with blue highlight mature woman. Before I finish this, I'm going to say I read this, I pre-read this. I love cults, but sometimes I wonder, where is this nigga going? Anyway, um, <laughs> she was walking around smoking, uh, but she seemed stressed. Something about her made me feel like I should go talk to her. Saw her go into the store, and I only went in because I was trying to mount up the courage to figure out how I can approach her and what line to open up with. Something was telling me to help her because she just seemed stressed and she needed some Indian curry. Her chakras were off. Her what? Chakras. Oh, that's some Indian shit. Yeah. Oh, oh her chakras, the energy, is that energy? <laughs> yeah, I could tell something was wrong. I, I wanted to go up to her <laughs> and tell her her chakras are off. Um, that is such an ugly fucking accent. If that accent were a dog, it'd be a pug. Dude, it is a funny accent. You know, you knock it as much as you want. There is no more entertaining accent than that one. It's the worst. Uh, not really. Uh, you know, um, oh, see, that's the Tyson. Tuesday, I think it comes out. God, I can't wait to see that. Um, not really, but thought it was appropriate to be biased and insert my Indian roots into that sentence. Anyways, did one last loop around the store, saw her but still couldn't, for some reason, mount up the damn courage to say something to her. I eventually exited the store into my car. I was now contemplating, should I wait for her to come out and maybe I can find this courage somewhere and say something to her. Hmm. To be honest, at this point, all I truly felt the need to say and or ask her was, excuse me, ma'am, are you okay? You seem kind of stressed. So I just felt the need to just ask, how do you feel about podcasts? Would you listen to us and subscribe to a Spears and Steinberg? It's a podcast about the Jew and the jerk. Uh, ANA. I think that may help. Of course. See, this is why I love this nigga. But at the same time, this nigga throws me. He's our biggest salesman. He's our bees in our corner, motherfucker. And you cannot hate that. Uh, but if you walk, for, I'm trying to, okay, let me finish first, because I'm trying to figure out your objective. Um, of course, I never actually said this to her, but these were the thoughts in my head that I thought to say. Ask this woman. To finish off, she finally came out the store, and she walked her wherever she was going with a cigarette in her hand. I contemplated one last time, should I walk after her and just say something or not? Something kept stopping me. I just decided to leave. To everyone hearing this, no, I'm not a weirdo or creep. I don't this normally. I'm the type of human being to feel something when I see concern, stress, sadness on someone else's face. Question for ANA. Was I right or wrong to have mount up any courage to talk to this woman or not? The fear is always either getting cursed out, slapped, them yelling out, help. I'm only laughing because Andy's laughing. <laughs> like, simply, that's not, one of the things on his list. <laughs> right? How many times? How many times have you just gone up to complete strangers and asked them something that they're just yelling help now? I think that if you went up to a complete stranger and your opening line was "Do you like podcasts? You seem stressed. You should listen to A and A. A and A. They don't have it. Help." <laughs> <laughs> It could simply be nice and or not so nice and or not respond at all. If y'all was in this scenario, what would you do? 
I should have just bought her some of that Gwyneth Paltrow scented candles and just left without any explanation. Now that's creepy. That would have got you help. Yes. Um, I've never gotten $10 a lot of money for any of my emails. I completely said fuck it on this email with everything going on in the world with the passing of X. Dog, I'm slipping, falling, can't get up. Get me back on my feet so I can tear shit up. Love my partner's cold soul. What was your objective, Coles? Are you were you trying to get some pussy, or you just was legitimately concerned? He was concerned. He was said he, he said he's concerned. He was. But you think that was really all that there was? Yeah. Just pure concern. You know, I I believe that people have. I, I, again, I said me and my dumbass. There's an energy that we all have, and sometimes our energy your chakras. Just yeah, they hit each other, and you feel you feel them. You feel their either their 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 sadness or their their joy or their, their and you. And, and your your energy's pulled towards their energy, and I feel like that's probably something that he felt, and he wanted to, uh, you know, just let her know it was going to be okay. But you know, that would be kind of cool too, is just to walk by her and go, "I just want to let you know, man, everything's going to be okay," and then walk the fuck out. <laughs> just say, but just say that, just say that, and walk out and watch their face go. What the fuck right. just happened to me? Uh, you're a lot safer than doing that, and then uh, going. Uh, Hey, do you like podcasts? Or, hey, here's a candle of a woman's pussy. pussy. Did you ever smell that candle? Hell no, nigga. What if you smelled it and you really liked it? I I tell you what. If you ever got me that as a gift, I'd be like, what's in the box? (laughs) 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 I hope y'all got that. Um... I bet you, out of vanity's sake, it would probably smell good. It has to smell good. No one's going to like... But I once made the mistake of tweeting something about... And a lot of women got offended because they were like, how dare you as a man speak on our anatomy? But I was like, shouldn't a pussy smell like roses or something good? And a lot of women were like, the vagina, when even when it's at its most cleanest, it doesn't have a smell. Now, we all know we've smelt a bad pussy once or twice, but I always thought it should have a like a lavender or something sweet. <laughs> but I heard it's pretty, you know, neutral. It, what does water taste like? Depends. Clean, though. It should be clean. So pussy is water. It should be without, but without flavor. Water, perfect water doesn't have a flavor. Cold water tastes good. Yeah. So, ladies, freeze your pussies. <laughs> Ice that shit up. Ice that shit up, man. <laughs> I don't like tap pussy. But it's hard for it all to be. Listen, you know, since women got mad at you complaining about their anatomy, right. I'll just say, oh, give us a 30-minute walk right after we took the shower with the best cleanings and scrubs and lotions. Our underballs are going to smell. Shit, I use shower to shower, baby. It's, it's, My it's, shit smells like uh, a, a cabin in a foresty. Not if you take a walk down the, stri- down the street. Well, and it just smells some... like a damp cabin with snow and forest. <laughs> <laughs> but my shit smells like pine cones, nigga, and maple sap. Okay. Uh, what does yours smell like? If, if I walk down the street, it mm. smells like musty balls. That's what it smells Woo! like. Ooh, yeah, musty balls is never good, baby. <laughs> Musty balls is never good. Half an hour out of the house. That's why. That's why you want to. That's. I mean, if you really want to have great sex, I mean, with someone where you you feel uninhibited, you have to take a shower before, don't you? 
No. And, and listen, I always tell my baby moms, uh, as long as it don't stink, and it don't ever stink, I don't mind heat. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love how you said it. Though. Heat. Heat. Nigga. Heat on a pussy, nigga. When it's just got that. There is a that taste warm to warm bread, like like yeah. a, there's a warm, <laughs> it's like a warm bread, nigga. Like when you go to uh, Red Lobster and they bring you that cheese bread when it's, you rip it open and you, the, the middle is just a warm, doughy chewiness. I like some heat on some pussy, nigga. <laughs> Smell like the inside of a leather glove, nigga. Yes. It's fine. I want mine iced up. Iced up. All right. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, Gemma Smash. Rosewater. Rosewater. All right. Um, all right, let's get to the musical guests. I think that's it. Anything? Um... Oh, I want to congratulate the Phoenix Suns, even though it's, they're going to have another game after this, winning their first playoff game in 11 years, beating the Los Angeles Lakers. And that's how I get pussy. <laughs> uh, coming up musically. This is Kanye Harris. Uh, it's called Back on My Grizzly. Back on My Grizzly. Um, Instagram, K-A-Y-N-E underscore W-E-G-L-O-B-A-L. YouTube, W-E-G-L-O-B-A-L underscore E-N-T. TikTok, W-E-G-L-O-B-A-L underscore E-N-T. Back on My Grizzly. Kanye, 2021. Enjoy. Fell off now, I'm back on my grist. Fell off now, I'm back on my grist. Same bitches to never give play, but they know stuck up when I try to be friend. Fell off now, I'm back on my grist. Fell off now, I'm back on my grist. Same bitches to never give play, but they know stuck up when I try to be friend. Hold up, let me tell you about this thing, hold They fall in love, yeah, time to see a bank roll, love at first sight. But soon as you lose, they catching the first flight, you know, on to the next one. Yup, Jonas, like one direction, no round trips, only round when you flexing. Same with these niggas, gotta watch out directions, you never knowing where they coming from, and it's only true shit. Funny what they'll do for some blue strips, staying afloat round here, ain't no loose slips. Outside white and the inside white too, looking like snow, now that's some motherfucking cool wood. Now you start to ring a little bit, they wanna have it in their mouth and try to suck a little dick. Oh shit, here we go again. That they go choosing, trying to get chose. UGK, but I'ma choose it. Love her, but I can never love her. Just hit her without the cover. No time to cuddle. I gotta get paid. Not late. I want a real big mansion. Fast cars escalate the whole nine. Roll tight. Yeah, I'm going all the way. Okay, no way. They want to see me winning, but I'm way so far ahead of the competition. It ain't funny. Jackpot on the beat came with the lyrics. I'm a choke slam kid. For real. Kind. Fell off. Now I'm back on my grizz. Fell off. Now I'm back on my grizz. Same bitches to never give play, but they know stuck up when I try to be friendly. Fell off now, back on my grizz. Fell off now, back on my grizz. Same bitches to never give play, but they know stuck up when I try I to be friends. Running, trying to say hoes, Mario Luigi, but now I'm too up there, but let a bitch tease me. Used to get my heart out and tell them take it easy, but not a road switch, and all of them bitches need me. I just ski ski, don't leave me. Got a bledge, I'm a new trying speed. On to the next, don't even want sex, just Nick, Mike Tyson, probably said it.
That's how I get pussy. 